three, two, one. You ready? You're listening to the Real Pineapple Podcast Network. Thank you so much for listening. We are the Real Pineapple. This is Hunter, and I'm here with Scott. Scott, how you doing? I'm doing fantastic, Hunter. How you doing? I'm doing all right, man. So I, I apologize in advance if I sound a little uh, out of sorts. I've had a, I've been nursing a migraine all day. It's you know what, Hunter? I don't care what the haters say. I think you sound great. Oh, thank you, man. I appreciate it. Uh, before we jump into our review here, guys, uh, we just want to let you know, thank you so much for the support. Go ahead and like us on Facebook at The Real Pineapple. You can follow us on uh, SoundCloud, iTunes, and Google Play at The Real Pineapple. You can follow yours truly on the Twitter at JHunterRealPineapple. You can follow our comrade Colin on Twitter at ne- uh, the First. That's you. Uh, <laughs> uh, you can follow Colin on Twitter at The Real O'Neill. You can follow Scott on Twitter at... Newman the first, uh, and, and to specify, we are the real pineapple. R e e l. I know that there's been a little confusion over that, but let's. I mean, let's let's get it together, people. Like this is a we're reviewing movies. You know, this is not real talk. It's okay. It's real talk. It's always real talk. It's always real talk with like movie reels. So well done. But uh, so <laughs> here, so here's the thing. Um, we are talking about. Something that I have been dreading to fucking review. Uh, Boy, we've been watching previews for this for a while. Dude, we have been watching... So, here's... So, we're talking about Mamma Mia, Here We Go Again. And if you've been listening to this podcast for the last four months or so, they've been playing this fucking trailer before everything. They played it before Skyscraper, for fuck's sake. I was like, why? Like, why are you showing me a trailer for Mamma Mia, Here We Go Again? And I... Dude, I went in the theater, man. I tried to go in from open mind. I'm not gonna lie to you, dude. I went into this just ready, ready to rip it apart. And while this is not a good film, this this is not, uh, you, you know, it's not good. It, it's not. I feel pretty bad. It's not life of the party bad. There's just, it's, it's dumb. But I wasn't as angry <laughs> as I thought it would be. I would be if that makes sense. Yeah, totally. Um, and I am slightly shocked and also um, happily surprised that you're coming coming at this angle. Um, I my expectations were also very low. <laughs> yeah. Um, also, there was a bit of a contingency in in my viewing experience. Um, <coughs> went opening night. Um, Did you really? Yeah, went opening night with um, a friend. Who was a big fan of of Mamma Mia? Okay. Um, so you know, there's kind of a it's it can be really tricky when you go to a movie that you know you're probably not gonna like with somebody who you know is probably gonna really enjoy it. It's like, do I lie to this person and tell them that I did enjoy it and be a fraud, or do I like have an awkward car ride home where I'm like, that was a shitty movie? Like, how can you enjoy that? Um, and it, I, I was like pleasantly surprised and I'm, you know, I very careful to say that with this movie because 
what what I came away with this was more of like it wasn't really for me than it was a bad movie. Um, I think that this this was directed at you know a completely different demographic than than um, something that I'm used to. Um, you know, still holding it to the same standards, of course. But there was there were some redeemable you know qualities to this. I think we're gonna you know kind of dive into this a little bit. But you know, there's some characters that. Um, I think were are worthy to come back to and revisit, and then there's also a lot of a lot of holes in this thing. Um, Hunter, did you see the first one? So I did see the first one actually. So I was gonna. Re- it's on Netflix. I was gonna rewatch it, and I'll be honest, man. I just could not bring myself to do it. I went. You know what? I'm good. I highly doubt there's a lot. That's going to go into this. So, here's the thing, because I know I can already hear people going, you don't like musicals. I love Wicked. Love Hamilton. Uh, Book of Mormon is still, I think, one of the funniest fucking things I've ever seen. Uh, Great Showman that just came out. Love the hell out of that. I cried multiple times during the, the, during the Great Showman. And one of the first questions my friend asked me is, is this as good as a Great Showman? Uh, fuck no. It's not even close to as good. <laughs> As a great show, let's just get that out of the way. But I will give them credit. Uh, there's some decent acting here. And again, mm-hmm. I can't believe I'm saying this. So let's just kind of jump in here. So uh, 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 Donna. Uh, mm-hmm. play- oh, yeah. Full spoilers. Yeah, this is. Yeah. they and <clears throat> they it, it, Being in a crowd of people who were like passionate fans of this like series of this movie of the first movie. Yeah. When they dropped the bomb, like, and they still slide it in there too. They they slide it in there that that Donna, played by Meryl Streep, is now dead. And yeah, just uh, from nowhere. Yeah. And they just slide it in, and everyone. I look over at my friend, and she has her hands over her mouth, like, what the fuck? And it it's just like everyone was just kind of like taken aback, like they just kind of slid that in, really like just like very tentatively in the beginning. So, so let me tell you probably how the conversation went with the studio. Hey, Meryl, uh, it'd be cool if you came back for Mamma Mia 2. Oh, hey, I want $30 million. Oh, hey, we're going to kill you off screen because we don't want to pay you. I, I would not be surprised that's exactly how it went. Because Mamma Mia, the first one made a good amount of money. Mm-hmm. And yeah, and it was it was like very, you know, it, I feel like it, it garnered quite a, quite a following. Yeah, and so... This is a musical of ABBA songs, and uh, ABBA, of course, does that song "Dancing Queen." And I'm gonna be honest with you, I fucking hated that song. It was in middle school. I hate it even more now. God, that song sucks. So when inevitably they end up playing "Dancing Queen," I just I wanted to be anywhere but in my theater. But Donna dies um, again off screen. By the way, they never mentioned how she died. They just went, she died. She's went, just not there. Yeah. Yeah, I kind of went, oh, all right, that's how we're doing this. Okay. So, um, so she's survived, of course, by the real-life anime character that is Amanda Seyfried, who plays her daughter, Sophie. Her eyes are big, man. She looks like an anime drawing. but uh, And she's married to uh, young Howard Stark, uh, Dominic Cooper, who, of course, you know <laughs> who of course you know from Preacher. Preacher is great, by the way, if, you haven't, if you're not watching that. And so they're having a... Uh, they're not married, they're just together. Yeah, they're just together, and he's in New York? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. It, yeah, yeah, sorry, go ahead. Because remember they say that he needs six weeks to learn the business at the hotel Yeah, business. well, they, he's, he's like, um, he, the, 
apparently he is with a business that they want him to stay on like permanently in New York and she's on this island in Greece and she's like well I want to stay here he's like well I want to stay here and they're like well let's break up and they just like <laughs> break up they literally just like break up and like well okay that's that Meryl Street's dead and this girl just broke up with her boyfriend very quick like 10 minutes into this movie like, really like he was looking for an excuse to break up with it. <laughs> yeah. Like, and, think, and the way that, the, that was kind of weird that the way that it kind of all wraps up at the end is that she's, they're so like immediately, uh, you know, forgiving of each other. Like, oh, you're here. So we're together forever now? Okay, cool. Chill. Yep. Yeah, all's forgiven. Don't worry about it. Um, so I'm going to tell you right now, the opening to this movie Dude, I, oh man, I was pissed off. I, the whole, the whole, uh, not, not hot for teacher, um, kissing and teacher, kissing the teacher, I think was the oh, name of the Oh yeah, song. that was awkward. That was a very awkward number. I was like, why do you open with this? And Lily James, by the way, is who plays, uh, young, uh, young Donna. And dude, I, I'm embarrassed for not knowing this. I should have known it quicker. I was looking at her the whole time. I was like, God, she is fucking gorgeous. Who is this? Dude, it's fucking, uh, it's fucking De- uh, De- uh, Deb from Deborah, uh, from Baby, Baby Driver. Driver. Yeah. And I was like, how the fuck did I not put that together? Yeah. Like, She's actually a very good actress. She's another one of the, one of the, um, you know, quite a few in this that were, you know, held their own acting-wise. Yeah, honestly, she was my favorite part. And she can actually sing. I, I will give her credit that, so... You know, you have to. The thing with this musical, you you're just gonna have to accept some things or be very upset by them, like <laughs> like I was, because this whole graduation where she just rips off her gown and has her clothes on underneath and starts sitting in her teacher's lap, and all of the people who are graduating are like, "Yeah, get them, girl!" and they and they all run and off. Then they and they just leave. Everyone just leaves. Yeah, it's like you don't want these diplomas, cool. I'm kind of like, all right, that's how we're. Cool. All right. Whatever. It was, and and honestly, this is that's kind of like the beginning. It kind of gives you a look into how these musical numbers are going to be because I would say you know fifty seventy five percent of these musical numbers kind of felt awkward like that, like out of place almost. Because you can really transition seamlessly from a scene of you know where they're not singing and dancing and there's something dramatic going on to something that like you you lead into a song and i felt like throughout this movie they didn't really like lead in very well or like the setting of it was was strange that like everyone noticed i don't know it, it's like almost they couldn't decide how to how to go go forward with these musical numbers did you feel that too it, they just felt they all felt just very odd. Like there, mm-hmm. um, so there, there's one musical sequence that Cher has of uh, 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 Fernando at the end of the movie. Mm-hmm. I thought that was by far the best like song. Really, and, I, you know, I, I like the song, but I feel like see, I would counter that. I feel like because Andy Garcia was just like standing there the whole time, just he was like, taken kind of, by Cher. Okay, he, but he was just like standing, like kind of. They weren't really like moving towards each other. He was just kind of standing. She was like going down the stairs a little bit. And man, like, can we talk about Cher for a second? Um, that was kind of a letdown. I feel like overall, like, I think 
I, we, I was talking to my friend about this. That was supposed to be like a big deal. Like, oh my gosh, Cher is in this. And she did, I would say she did pretty well for, you know, singing wise. But I don't know. It wasn't really that like star power that I think she was hoping that she would be. Um, and that kind of came in late late the movie anyways. What I really liked about this movie, I, I, I kind of liked the, the young Donna storyline. Um, yeah, and, I'll give you that. And, and, and like the younger characters. Um, and then how those kind of, you can, so you're able to see, you basically follow along with young Donna as she discovers, um, this, you know, paradise in Greece and, um, when she gets pregnant with Donna and you're kind of like are going through that with Amanda, um, Seyfried's, uh, character, Sophie. Sorry, can, um, I, can, I, can I jump in real quick? Yeah, I'm sorry. Um, that is something, so while I thought the story was good, something that kept driving me insane is that there was no reason to go for flashbacks. Like, a character didn't go, you know, I miss your mom, I remember when, da da da. It just mm. goes into flashbacks because fuck you, basically. And, and and just from a writing perspective, I went, fuck, that's lazy. Like, it would zoom in on the painting and, ah, it's back to her being right, young. And, right. and I'm like, come on, guys. Like, like, it's like, like, they, like they show that, like, the wavy lines on the screen. Yeah. They, they might as well like, do that. I mean, they might as well have people going, I'm like, guys, you gotta give me a little more than that. But, um, I, fucking hate, but, um, so, yeah, it's really just more about Donna being young and her story, uh, Sophie and Manasi freaking back together with Skye. Um, the best part about the movie, uh, her, uh, her, uh, three dads, who are played, of course, by... I like how they're just, like, three dads, and they, like, they reference that frequently. He's like, yeah, this is my three dads. Yeah, and they just, you know, it's like, oh, you couldn't you go take a paternity test? No, it's fine. It's like, all right, cool. <laughs> like, so, Stella Skarsgård, of course, um, who you know from, you know, the, the, the Thor movies of recently. Uh, Colin Firth playing Harry. It's not his name in the Kingsman movies, too. <laughs> is it Harry? Uh, no, the kid, I think, is Harry. Is that it? Okay. I think um, so. And Pierce Brosnan playing Sam. Now, okay. So I hate Brosnan is he he's aging well. He is. So uh I, I, I gotta throw this out and I know it is Harry. Ha, I was right. <laughs> You're wrong. The internet's wrong. Don't believe anything you hear. You know, and dude, that's what I was hoping for. I hope that he was playing Harry from Kingsman and he just shot everybody <laughs> he would have been like like thirty minutes shorter. But You know what? On a side note, I just saw the King's speech again and what a hell of a movie. Like, he's a great he's, actor. He's an amazing actor. He really is. So, this is what I'll say. Pierce Brosnan, man, he's a great 007. I think he's a damn good actor. He is not a good singer. Because even the little Sonic gave him where he, <laughs> yeah. or he's singing, like, low-key. Even, like, when he's, like, dancing in the musical yeah. numbers, he's, like, kind of half-assing it. And, like, oh, this feels strange and weird, and yeah. I don't feel like I should be here right now. He's almost, like, smiling in it, like, oh, this is strange. Yeah, I was, I was sitting there like, okay, Pierce, like, I know this isn't your game. Your bag, but come on, man, put a little, put a little effort in. You know, this isn't die another day, but but he wasn't. Man, if this turned into a spy movie, like you're saying, man, I would. <laughs> like he he just maybe you know like Meryl Streep is actually an undercover agent who like fake dies and then comes back later to murder Cher, who happens to be like a KGB agent. Like I would 
pay top dollar to see that. You know, just get so shared, I'm gonna just get blasted. <laughs> I, I I would watch that. So no, this I is know, what I, I'll say. Not like that, Hunter. Not like I, that. Uh, oh, okay. But something I will say about the movie. So young Donna, um, there there's a scene where she's in this uh, like Mexican restaurant. Where like this kind of like hole in the wall Mexican bar dive bar, and she start and she sings a song after finding out that uh, Pierce Brosnan's uh, Sam, uh, young Sam, who's played by uh, Jeremy uh, uh, Irvine, mm-hmm. who, who I thought was okay. I, mm-hmm. I thought he I thought he had the accent down pretty well. I gotta give him that. Um, can I say by the way how young Donna? She's like I can't believe you lied to me. I'm like. Maybe you shouldn't have fucked someone you knew for less than a week. I don't know. Mm. <laughs> yeah, and the way that that they explain her me- meeting these the three dads um, was like, it's like, damn, she's just like falling for everybody that comes. Like, she takes first, she takes this guy's virginity, young Harry takes yeah. young Harry's virginity, um, and then he meets young Bill. She meets young Bill. Um, he made Bill work for it. He made Bill work for it. Yes, for sure. No, she she played hard to get. I'll give she her did. that. She did. And I don't even think she hooked up with him in the boat. Um, oh no, she does the second time around. Remember? The second time, yes. Yeah. Oh right, right, right. But then like he, she meets young Sam. You know, is very smitten with him. But it's like this girl, like, is like guys are just like professing their love to her like immediately, and that's. I mean, if you're Amanda Seyfried, I, I guess that just happens, you know. When you're traveling across the world, people just want to profess their love to you, I guess. Um, I, I, yeah. yeah. I, did, so, what? I mean, how did you feel about those, the care? Did you like that they here's introduced a, the younger versions of them? Or did you prefer the older versions? Here's the thing. I thought, I thought what I was kind of more upset about the movie with is that she... You know, she's out there, she's exploring, she's fooling around to each their own. But then it's like, she's not confident enough to keep doing this, so she walks it back. She's like, oh, I never do this. Like, I, you know, sometimes, but not, and I'm like, don't do that. Like, like she's either, you know, promiscuous and being out there, which again, to each their own, or she's not. But it felt like she kept defending it, and that was just jarring for me watching it. I went, make up your fucking mind. Like, I, you know what I mean? I just kind of yeah. went... Like, let her be her own person. Don't make her so, you know, don't slut shame her. Which is kind of what I feel like the movie did, to be totally honest. But Yeah, I, I think they also partially made, kind of made fun of that, though, in a lighthearted way. I think w- when you're referencing that, of her being like, I, I really don't do this. Like, okay, well, maybe that one time. I thought that was, like, kind of entertaining, where she was like, no, I really don't do this. Oh, wait, I just took this guy's virginity. Okay, I, recently I kind of was like this, but I'm not really like that. Um, but, I thought that was more lighthearted. See, but then I think the way the movie slut shames her is because then it ties right back into the whole, oh, I don't need to find out who my daughter's husband, uh, dad is. It's like, oh, it could right. be one of three of them. I, I, right. I, I don't know. I found that And they very... didn't really talk of going to depth on that, like, hey, by the way, I'm pregnant and it could be yours, you know, or yours. They didn't really kind of get into that. I haven't seen the first one, so maybe they did that then. I, um, I think so. I can't remember for okay. sure. But honestly, I think one of my... Um, I. The thing about this movie is, as you go throughout, there are certain, like, little pockets of things that I enjoyed, including that little uh, cantina with the band. I like the band and that guy. Um, And then also, um, 
uh, Julie Walters, who plays Rosie, um, old, older Rosie, and then Christine Bransky, who plays uh, older Tanya. Um, I like their kind of, you know, side uh, humor and, and the way that they kind of tie together uh, Rosie specifically, um, her like eating constantly. Um, I thought that was kind of cute. And then the I, I think that they really got the char- the young and old characters spot on um, as far as matching them. Um, I, I think they killed that part of it. But uh, I... What get, tell me some of your your gripes then? I feel like we, oh, we, we've been kind of talking about what what we didn't really you know necessarily hate about this movie. What tell me tell me your gripes? Oh, there oh there are several. So <clears throat> let me let me take a sip of my beer here real quick. Let's see. Mm. Mm. <laughs> Please do. Okay, thank you. So okay, number one, um, Bill Skarsgård, um, or sorry, Stellan Skarsgård. He plays his own twin brother, Bill, in this movie, and, he's, <laughs> and he just put on a fat suit. I went, what the fuck? Like, dude, I went, come on now, really? It, it's such a Jack and Jill thing to do, because he's he's basically getting an award for being, the movie even says, like, the best Swede. They don't really acknowledge what the yeah, fuck well, that means. Yeah, well, she was just, like, she was just, like, saying offhand, like, he's, he's getting an award for something, like, being the best Swede. But I'm like, you can't something. tell me what he's getting an award. Like they, because they go. It out was of, definitely lazy. The way that they went about that was very lazy. Because right before that, they say, "Oh yeah, Harry's off, um, co-signing this deal to like become, like, um, to merge his company with like some Japanese company or something like that." Mm-hmm. And then they're just like, "Oh yeah, Bill is going to just win an award for being the greatest Swede." It's like, oh, you you try on fifty percent of it, but whatever. Um, the line, uh, Tanya, that young Tanya, oh, that um, Tanya in present day, uh, Christine uh, Baranski, uh, says, when he says, be still, my bidding vagina, I went, oh, boy, okay, because... Okay, that's, that is part of what I say is not my demographic, because I feel like... It, are, okay, how many people were in the theater with you? Oh, way too many. <laughs> how many were women? A lot. Okay, so the... I think they knew they they knew who they were going for with this, and that's I think that's why we probably didn't like that part. That's I, just, I'm with you. I'm with you on that. That's just a fucking lazy line because I say be still my throbbing cock. It's not like people like ah oh, great writing like, like <laughs> no, but you know what I no mean. No one like, would say that. But, but you know what I mean though. It's like oh it's a, a woman said it's 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 like the sweet D. It's always sunny episode. A woman said a vagina. That's yeah, what's right. yeah, that's for why, real. Oh, that's for why sure. it's that's why it's funny. I uh, fucking hate that line. Um, and I thought the worst musical number was that wa- was that Waterloo uh, sequence. Oh my god in heaven! I I almost oh, wa- yeah. dude when, which has a sword fight with baguette between a young Harry who's played by Hugh Skinner and uh, Lily James's <laughs> young Donna. I went. Oh, this is mind-numbingly dumb. I can't handle it right now. And all the all those waiters were like, "Oh, fuck our jobs. Let's dance." It's like, it's like okay, let's. Okay, it, but there you have to acknowledge there's a sense of there, like a, a a break from reality when it comes to the song numbers, right? Like, it, just because they're doing it in the song doesn't mean that they're necessarily doing it in like quote unquote real life. Like, if if the if like the the teachers in the graduation were involved in that like it's almost like it's almost like the 
it's like a dream where it happens without anybody around. But I feel like they weren't able to make that distinction with this. It's just like it happened in the in the in the restaurant, and everybody was there and noticing it, and it wasn't even like their own little sequence. Yeah, I, I agree. It was it was kind of cringeworthy, honestly. All right, not done. All right, got more. Uh, young Bill. There's a point where he says, "Oh, and this line just made me." I, I I groaned in the theater when he said, "You have one of those smiles that makes the rest of the world smile too." Mm-hmm, I, yeah. I went, I went, Jesus Christ, really? I, and this girl behind me, she's like, "It's sweet." I'm like, "It's dumb." I was like, "Why is it? like? How does that work?" And the last thing I'll bitch about is uh, the storm. There's a storm that goes ahead and destroys. Uh, everything in present day um, because uh, Sophie is basically finishing her mom's vision, opening up this uh, like kind of like hotel, not like mm-hmm. yeah, like hotel. It's like a B and B. There you go. Yeah. So she's fulfilling her mom's, you know, something her mom wanted to do by opening this Airbnb. So the storm, <laughs> not an Airbnb. Yeah. Oh, that's an Airbnb. Whatever. <laughs> it doesn't fucking matter. It, it might really, as well be. It seriously, might well be. it might as well be. So the storm that destroys. Nearly the island in present day, they flash back to past, like the past, and it's just like little little rain, no big deal. I went, okay, we're just, fuck, all right, we're just not. I'm just not gonna get consistency with this shit. Um, and the last thing I think I'll throw out is so there's this uh, there's this uh, Latina, Latina, I don't know, minority woman who's. Uh, <laughs> Cause I'm afraid I'll get it wrong. People are like, I remember her. So yeah, minority a, is way way more PC. Yeah, right. Thank you. I know I'm trying, but, <laughs> but so there, so that uh, that uh, little hole in the wall place that she's been singing at uh, when uh, Sam Pierce Brosnan's character, uh, young version of character, cheats on her. Find out, find out he was engaged. I, I went, ooh, that's rough. Uh, so when she finds out, he's heartbroken inevitably. And she goes, well, I don't know where I'm going to stay. She goes, oh, yeah, that place on the top of the hill, I happen to own it. I went, oh, wow, coincidence. <laughs> you know what? I'm, I'll one-up you on that one. The, to beginning, so, like, she shows up on this island. Young Donna shows up on this island, doesn't know anyone. Any, she doesn't, they don't even tell you what the island this is. Like, they don't, it could just be some random island in the middle of the ocean. And happens upon this rundown barn type of structure house thing and she's like you know what i think this is just mine now and just like settles in there's a horse there that she calms and is like not like is its owner and just like takes ownership of this entire house um without asking anyone and no one really seems to care at all and it's like oh well this you know that's just what you kind of do you go you you like follow your heart and wherever the wind blows and you come upon a shack and you say i'm gonna fix this up this is mine now and there's no repercussions at all so it was just like it's part of the whole fairy tale thing that can be frustrating when you're trying to mix reality with a fucking musical um i and and it was like very and, and like you said, and then you get to a point where it's like the owner of the bar also happens to own that place. Yeah. And I'm going to give it to you. And the reason I am is because you're such a great girl. And, and I know because you have a good heart and I can tell. 
It's like, oh, well, that was just, just fantastic. What? Like, how what convenient. <laughs> how convenient. It, yeah, that whole sequence was a, a, a tad frustrating, I would say. Yeah, the, the thing about this movie is I just kept thinking, in between rolling my eyes, ABBA is just not a good band. And, I'll, it, like, ABBA just sucks. And, every, like, everything from Dancing Queen to just every fucking song I went... Basically, I went, I don't like any of this. I kind of wanted to stop. Uh, what kept me from losing my mind, though, I thought Lily, uh, I thought Lily James was really good in this. And, uh, and by the way, if you think you're going to get a lot of Meryl Streep, you're not. You, you, she, she's in this She's more, dead. Yeah, shares in this movie more than, uh, than Jeff Goldblum was in The Last Jurassic World, <laughs> which is a whole other bitch fest but yeah i mean i thought Cher's performance of annie garcia we will disagree i know they weren't doing you know they didn't come out dancing it just felt awkward it was just one of those moments like like a few moments throughout this movie where it just like felt awkward and forced it's like we need a share song let's throw her in there with annie garcia who's who has no charisma whatsoever Oh, I disagree. I thought he was charming throughout the whole he's, movie. He's charming. Like, I like his character, but in that moment when they're singing, he just, like, seems awkward in that. Like, the guys singing in this movie, besides the younger guys, the older guys seemed very, like, clunky and, and almost useless. This is what I will say, um, as far as probably my biggest uh, up for this movie, besides Lily James. Th- there is a scene at the very end where uh, Sophie goes and baptizes uh, their newborn with uh, Sky and Meryl Streep and the the, <coughs> the Jedi ghost of Meryl Streep shows up <laughs> and, and, and they should have put like Yoda just like right next to like, yes, mm, <laughs> baptize you will but Not yeah right. but, but it was sweet to see Donna pop up and like sing to her Kind of with her as she's getting, as she's doing the baptize, uh, uh, they're going through the baptism. I went, that was kind of sweet. So there are a few moments I went, all right, like I'm not made of stone. There's a few points where I went, this is okay, it's fine. Getting to my final thoughts, and I fully acknowledge, it, I might watch this again for our worst stuff and say this is a piece of shit. I'll, I go fuck yourself, but and I saw this with a theater that was pretty packed honestly there's probably probably 90 percent full i would say and i saw us at 10 like 10 45 so i i get this for me i get that but i really hate using that as an excuse you should be able to make it something that at least i go hey, it's okay and that's kind of where i land on this it's fine if someone said they like this i'd say you're dumb but i wouldn't be mad at you like you say <laughs> would, you know what? i'd belittle you but you wouldn't be you'd still be my friend yeah like not like a transformers movie where i want to fucking you know kick people out windows when they say they like any of them so yeah, i don't know c plus i'll get a c plus that's wow, fine that's pretty I, good i that, 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 that's the thing i I just didn't walk out of this upset. I'll be honest, the ty- they showed a trailer for the new Tyler Perry movie. Mm. And man, that got me way more pissed off than this did. I was just more irritated at points with this because, you know. But yeah, C+. Uh, Scott, your final thoughts on grades are... Yeah, I'm, I'm getting a little bit tired of like the... Um, you're a young girl and uh, it's time for you to travel the country and follow your heart. 
And uh, it's just very overplayed at this point. It's a very, like, gap year, like, um, whimsical, very unrealistic kind of plot that really kind of gets me every time. So every time they were following Sophie around, um, and, or I'm sorry, um, young Donna around, as she was like, oh, what's this? Oh, what's this? Oh, who's this guy? Oh, I'm going to take a boat with this guy over here. It's like, that just, it was like too much for, like I couldn't follow that fantasy and it, without like getting frustrated with it. Uh, so that, that bugged me. But through that. But throughout it, um, when they were kind of unveiling the, the older characters, I, you know, I grew fond of them. You know, Rosie, um, now, uh, present day Rosie and Tanya, I think they were nice side pieces. Um, Andy Garcia had played a cool role outside of his singing part, I think. Um, <laughs> um, they get this cameo, and I'm not sure if it's actually him, but um, the most interesting man, yeah. I, I believe. Dude, I was so confused. Appearance. I was like, what the fuck? Yeah, and it's like very brief, and he doesn't even have any lines. I don't even remember him saying anything. But he, he really kind of fits in. Like, he kind of fits into these, like, attractive older men. Um, I think, you know, I, I'm glad that there wasn't this, like, internal strife between the three dads. Like, I feel like they could have played off of that and been like, oh, well, you know, I'm showing more love than you. Or they, they're, like, all friends. So I kind of, I, I enjoyed that. I was kind of dreading that I'd have to deal with some conflict there. Um, Cher was, un, you know, unimpressive to me. Um, she has the shiniest face that I've ever seen <laughs> on a woman of that age, and it just looks like plastic. It looks like someone took the face of a, you know, a crash dummy and stretched it over. Dude, her Sky face. Skywalker Ranch did a great job with CG on Cher, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so whoever Pixar, you know, whoever <laughs> green screen that face, good on you. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I didn't. I think. There was, like, parts that were dramatized that were over the top, including what I was kind of talking about earlier, um, including her relation, um, Sophie's relationship with Skye. Um, and then, like, I, not to be critical about the musical numbers, because I know that's kind of what it's all about, but I think that they, some of them were presented awkwardly. I don't feel like they transitioned very well. Um, you know, I heard a couple of gripes about the songs not being as relatable or, or not, not, a lot of, not a lot of people knew them. Um... And so I don't think people got as much enjoyment out of that. Um, I don't know. I just, those, the, the, I think you really need to write on those musical numbers and draw the, the audience in that way, especially if that's what this, if the movies are based off of ABBA songs, then you really have to pull through with that. I don't really feel like they did. Um, but I was pleasantly surprised. Um, expectations were super low. <laughs> yeah. Um, like very low. And I was like, dread, like I said, I was dreading the drive home with my friend because like, I didn't want to be like, Hey, like we might not be able to friends anymore. Cause that was the shittiest movie I've ever seen. This is um, some bullshit. <laughs> yeah. This is some bullshit. Yeah. I, you know, I'm right with you. I think a C plus is a, a good grade for this. Um, and if yeah, if somebody said that they enjoyed, I wouldn't, wouldn't hold it against them or anything. I I think that there are some renewed, re- redeemable qualities in this, but I'm not going I'm not going back for seconds. Spoiler, it's not something I'm going to see again. 
that that is true. And I I will say I'm very happy this finish uh, number two this weekend behind the Equalizer. I was so happy when I read that. I was like, oh, thank God. Because I thought this was going to by far be an Equalizer. But nope, it lost the Equalizer. Didn't fail, so I'm stoked. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, that's the thing. Dude, I'll never watch this again. <laughs> Like ever? So. No, it's no, it's 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 a one and done deal for me. I can acknowledge it wasn't a bad movie, but it's definitely not good enough for me to want to see it again. But I will give it credit for not just pissing me off. Like I thought it was going to. It seemed those... like it tried, especially being a second movie, being a sequel. Like yeah. th- this could have been like horrible. This would have been really bad. Dude, those trailers were not selling me. I was like, oh mm. man, I am gonna hate this shit. So. Hey, sometimes trailers are, you know, sometimes trailers are misleading. But, uh, guys, let us know what you thought in the comments below about uh, Mamma Mia, Here We Go Again. I don't remember the first one, so if there is stuff we're missing that happened in the first one, please let us know. You know what? You know what? Keep it to yourself. (laughs) Well, what Scott said, uh, (laughs) uh, this weekend we'll have a review up for Mission Impossible Rogue Nation, which I'm not excited for i mean i hate giving money to scientology but you know <laughs> but, but it's got superman for mustache so i will go see it but uh guys thank you so much for listening we'll talk to you soon peace